our lives will serve the Lord everlasting. Our house will serve the Lord, that's why the pot is casting. Working these digital grounds like farmers. Looking in the light, Ephesians 6 with the body armor. Mindset against the devil. Luke 9 carrying the cross with every struggle. Footsteps in Jesus, footprints is where we stand. Firm foundation is where we walk, not sinking sand. We stand up for his spirit in these times. When he speaks a word, giving sight to the blind. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. One more time. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. Yeah, Living in the Light podcast. Yeah. Welcome to Living in the Light Life Lesson Show. Um, before I, the day I have before me, the privilege and honor of the South Austin Community Church pastor, Arthur Sneed. Would you please introduce yourself and tell the people about your church and how they also may be able to contact you as well if they're looking for a church in this area? Okay, excellent. Uh, first, man, thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of it. I'm blessed by the work you're doing in your ministry. And so again, it's just honored to be a part of it on today. Uh, so, yes, my name is Pastor A.L. Sneed II, and I pastor the South Austin Community Church here in Austin, Texas. Um, we are um, very active in the community. We have a Kingdom Mobile Ministries, which is the outreach ministry of SAC, um, whereby we connect community needs with community resources. And so... Uh, so that's uh, the gist of what we do. Uh, I'm sure our members would be like, man, we do a load of a lot more, uh, but internal and external, uh, we're very active uh, and progressive ministry. And so, um, again, we're located in the greater Austin area. Uh, currently, we're located at 1801 Pennsylvania Avenue here in Austin, Texas. And if individuals desire to reach out to us, we um, we're also on Facebook and on YouTube and have other social media networks. But again, it's under South Austin Community Church, again, here in Austin, Texas. Well, we have a few questions here I just want to ask you. Um, first off, we want to start is what is the purpose of prayer in everyday life? Hmm. Good question. Um, so, so, of course, prayer is so multi faceted and there are multiple purposes connected to prayer especially for the prayer depending on you know what what season or situation they may be in uh, but I would just say generally that that prayer can be used primarily to release as well as to receive uh, whether that be direction or redirection from God. Uh, ultimately, I believe that it provides a divine connection. Uh, it connects us in the spirit uh, to God and to the spirit of the living God. Uh, I would also conclude by saying that it, it keeps us connected and in sync with the spirit of God and the heart or the heartbeat of God. Uh, you mentioned in your everyday life, and I believe that's how it should be used, mm -hmm. uh, that tool and the blessed uh, opportunity for prayer. I mean, Jesus even said in the model prayer, give us this day our daily bread because prayer can provide substance as well as sustenance, strength, stability, and surety that can only come from God. 
And so a lot of times in life, you can be like, okay, what, what should I do or where should I go? And so prayer can also assist in that, aiding us in what, where we should be, what we should do, or, or even not to do. Mm -hmm. All right. How important is prayer in everyday life? Uh, man, I, I would say prayer is vitally important. Uh, I, I know personally for me, it helps, especially in the season that we've been in. You know, we're uh, some would say that we're on the tail end of this global pandemic. Uh, some may feel like they're still right in the middle of it. Uh, it's definitely uh, seemingly here and not going away. Uh, anytime soon. So I think in just dating back, you know, from this time a couple of years ago or a year ago, um, what prayer has done for me is to help uh, detox my mind and my spirit. Uh, while we're living every day in the midst of many toxins and traumatic experiences and encounters, prayer has purposefully served as uh, an agent to help reset or to give me redirection. Uh, it helps to set the temperature in my life or in one's life. Uh, prayer uh, would allow one to, to connect with God. And then it allows God to be God, to be God in their lives, to, to help regulate the spiritual and even the, the emotional uh, thermostat within an individual. Uh, not only does it set the temperature, but again, it mm -hmm. kind of set that thermostat so that, mm -hmm. you know, if we're too high, you know, prayer and in the midst of prayer, the spirit can regulate us and bring us down low. Or if we're down and we're out and we're struggling, then mm -hmm. prayer can elevate uh, and lift our spirits. Uh, the, the scriptures is very clear when it states that the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. And so I understand you talk about how vital and how important it is. You know, the Bible talks about that men should always pray. Men, women, boys, and girls should always pray and not fight. Or the scripture also states that we should pray without ceasing. Uh, so again, I believe prayer enables us to also get a response from God mm -hmm. and to get results that can only come from God. The Bible talks about how individuals cried out unto the Lord. I believe in Psalm 107, it consistently talks about how, how they cried out unto the Lord in their trouble and God delivered them or rescued them out of their distresses. So, so how important it is, some would say that uh, some it serves as a last resort for some. Mm -hmm. uh, but for us that really know the, the importance of prayer and how imperative it, is, imperative it is for the lifeline of a believer, uh, it oftentimes serves as a first option. Okay. And just a little tailspin of the next question kind of spins off this one. It says, how important is prayer to you, your ministry, and your family, most of all? Mm, great question. Um, so I, I would say that you know, for me, all the things that I stated, you know, all those things really serve as motivation uh, to pray. Not only do I have an expectation from God that the things that he can do and the things that he will do, the things that God would share in the midst of prayer, because prayer obviously is not just us communicating to God, but it's also God communicating to us. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that in the midst of prayer, uh, when done thoroughly, 
Uh, I believe that for me individually, it does all the things that I state. It kind of helps regulate who I am. Uh, it keeps me even keeled, or at least at most, keeps me connected to God that I may in turn connect people to him. Um, prayer also, the Bible talks about being anxious for nothing, but through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving that we can make our requests made known unto God and then the peace of God which passes all understanding will keep our heart and our mind through Christ Jesus. So I believe for me personally, it helps regulate who I am and it helps uh, me be at a better place to lead, as you mentioned, whether it, be, whether it be my family, whether it be those in the community or those I'm privileged to serve with um, in ministry at the church. So um, I'm learning that, that I'm not... I'm not just living my life. I'm in my role and responsibilities as pastor, as leader, as the covering even of my home and other roles and responsibilities that I serve in people's lives as a mentor. I'm not just living my life. So I'm also called to help lead others. And mm -hmm. I don't want to mislead anyone. I don't, I'm, I'm already concerned about the blood that may be on my own hands, but yet alone, I don't need anyone's blood to be on my hands because mm -hmm. I have misdirection or redirection or correction from God that comes through prayer. So I think within ministry, it's imperative. Uh, we have the, you know, the mantle and the mandate and the mission that God has given us, but you know, as well as I do, that may shift, you know, mm -hmm. from time to time and one season to mm -hmm. the next, a greater need may arise. And so it's important that in prayer, we align to make those shifts, make those adjustments. And so it's important that we do that in ministry. Uh, and then with our family, you know, not knowing what, you know, in my own personal uh, life, you know, I'm blessed to be married to my high school sweetheart for, you know, over 20 years, 22 years. And so, um, you know, being able to connect with her and minister to her through prayer, same as my kids, being able to help set an atmosphere and an environment in our home so that it can become and remain a safe haven uh, for us to, you know, come together when needed and necessary and also to help find answers from the Lord. Okay. Well, the next question I have is just, um, it kind of, it's going to, it doesn't piggyback, but what it does is just giving some, some steps for other people who may have just come into the faith or who don't really know how to get into a real prayer life or they question about it. So it says, what are some basic steps to improve our prayer life, which can be used for everybody because everybody always needs to improve their prayer life. Mm -hmm. That is true. That is true. Life, <laughs> life provides all of us opportunities or challenges <laughs> that cause for us to um, to grow in this thing that we call prayer. Uh, I will say, and again, another great question. I will say that for one, we have to be intentional concerning prayer. And what I'm saying is, as you mentioned, just something basic and practical is set a time, set a schedule that you're going to dedicate to prayer. Um, I don't know about you, but man, I, you know, it's easy to have competing priorities in life. It's easy to have things that will pop up and, you know, it can cause us to live life, respond, do things, react, 
and fail to be consistent or committed to this thing called prayer. I'll be honest and transparent that I know when I have went moments and times <laughs> where I have not had fervent time, sit down, private time with God in prayer. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm just not the same person. I, you know, uh, you know, I can be edgy. I can be anxious. Um, I can be worried. I can be stretched and stressed. Um, and so knowing that, okay, instead of me playing catch up concerning prayer, I have to be intentional. Uh, and many would say, you know, man, start off the morning with prayer. You know, like when you set your alarm, whatever that time is, like if you, you know, whatever that that wake up or snooze time is, give enough time where every morning that you're spending time in prayer. It doesn't have to be an hour in prayer. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes in prayer. You know, I, I would say, man, maybe start 15 minutes, but that may be long for someone. So just being able to start off with, you know, connecting with God, being in prayer uh, consistently, I believe that is one major start that an individual can can begin at. Um, you know, whether prayer, prayer has different components, and I'm not trying to teach concerning prayer, just answering the questions, but... Uh, but, you know, whether your Go prayer. Oh, OK, cool. <laughs> well, I, I won't be as long as I am on Sunday morning. So, uh, <laughs> I respect the podcast, uh, uh, the protocols of podcasting. So, um, but I, I will say, you know, like whether you're spending time in just worship and praise, worship and praise can be a form of prayer. Another type of prayer is, is like uh, sharing your petition or intercession when you're sharing and you're praying for others that you're committed to praying, praying for. Supplication. Uh, I mentioned earlier Thanksgiving, spiritual warfare, whether you're looking at prayer from just an adoration and you acknowledging who God is, whatever it is, I just feel that that time set aside was just for you and God. You mentioned your family, uh, my family in the church or what have you, even then and there, praying for all of these things privately, but doing it consistently. You know, the Bible says David, I'm sorry, Daniel uh, prayed three times a day. You know, mm -hmm. and and whether that was his normal regimen before he was in captivity or whether that's something that he acquired while in captivity. He knew it was so intense. I believe that the intensity of life should cause more intimacy with God. Mm -hmm. And so, again, just being intentional in the sense, of, OK, man, I'm going to pray in the morning when I get up. I'm going to pray before I go to bed. And then finding time, even maybe in the middle of the day, whether during a lunchtime or during a, a period where you can pause and just connect in prayer. I believe those are some practical tools. Um, I also think viewing prayer properly is, is something that we all can do. Uh, viewing prayer as a necessity, as a sense of urgency and not as an option. When, when prayer is something that we should do, we know every morning when we get up, we're going to, you know, wash our face, we're going to brush our teeth, we're going to do certain things, we're going to get ready, we're going to do, you know, a certain, certain, you know, I hate to say rituals in connection to prayer, but there are some rituals, there are some regimens that we have, and I believe prayer should be one of those, that we are consistent in that regards, whether morning, noon, or night. I would also say 
especially for an individual that is starting off in prayer, but even if you are seasoned and you are experienced in prayer, I believe one thing you can do and we can do is pray with someone. Don't feel like you have to pray by yourself or praying just for yourself. But I believe praying with someone else, that in itself can grow your connection and your communion with God. I was blessed by your prayer as you started off, uh, as we connected on, on today. You know, your, hearing you pray and hearing others pray helps me to see God from their perspective. It's like how they view God, how they reverence God. I learn and grow from prayer because, you know, I have my way of praying and I'm consistently growing and evolving in prayer. Mm -hmm. But then it's like when I hear individuals praying, they're praying the scriptures. That's encouraging for me. When I hear other individuals and how, again, how they reverence and how they honor God, or there are those who pray the word, pray in the spirit, pray in tongues. It's all of these things mm -hmm. helps me to get a, a, a wider scope and another perspective concerning prayer and the God that we're praying to. So I believe those are some things that we can do practically in prayer, learning from the prayers that's been you know, recorded in scripture mm -hmm. uh, is another way. And then just being open to growing in this essence mm -hmm. of prayer and don't feel that you are by yourself or you are uh, ineffective in prayer. Mm -hmm. Because again, the Bible says that the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous, that's what avails much. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is there any more you want to add? You can keep going. Uh, no, I just, I mean, I, you know, not knowing who would be listening, you know, and, and I just want to encourage people in prayer because sometimes prayer can be so tricky. And I'm saying it in the sense that, you know, for you to understand, okay, like if I pray, does that mean that everything I pray for that I'm going to receive or, you know, why should I pray if, if God is going to do whatever God is going to do or if everything is already laid out? There are so many things that people believe doctrinally and about God as well as prayer that can become a deterrent and can discourage someone from praying. I mentioned, I said earlier, just how prayer does nothing else. It regulates you. It sets you. It can reset you. Mm -hmm. But also connecting with God as well. I would say just to encourage someone, whether you're starting off in prayer, whether you have been disappointed because what you prayed for did not come to pass, I would say just continue in prayer. The Bible also talks about that continuing instant in prayer, not not bypassing the tool that God has left on record for us to use to connect with him that we call prayer. Just being encouraged. Because, yes, yeah, sometimes God's answer to our prayer is an emphatic, immediate yes. And I love those. <laughs> uh, then there are times that God will give us an eventual yes. Uh, but then there are times that just like a loving parent, uh, that is answering the cry of a child who is immature and really don't know what they're asking for and knowing what's best for them. There are times that we ask God for things in prayer and his answer, his response is no. Mm -hmm. And sometimes his response is not yet. Sometimes his response is not ever. <laughs> uh, but just knowing that he knows what's best for us, especially in prayer and how prayer does so much for the prayer uh, as well as the things that we're praying for. If I remember nothing else, I remember as a kid knowing that prayer changes things and prayer changes people and prayer can change us.
All right. And that's it. Close us out in prayer. All right. Sounds good. Father, we thank you and we praise you so much just for the blessed privilege to pray. What an honor it is for us to be able to connect and commune with you, to fellowship with your spirit, and to be changed and transformed as we approach you and your throne. Lord God, we pray now for every listener, uh, everyone that would tune in and hear uh, this conversation concerning prayer. I pray for them. I, I pray, God, that you would bless them. You would touch them, bless their lives, move in their moment as well as in their midst. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would continue to bless this podcast. I pray, God, for how listeners will be blessed, lives will be transformed, not only by this segment, but by every segment that you are leading my brother, your son, David, into leading people into truths and tools and tips to help them live a healthy life. Bless this time, and we will give you thanks and praise, sir. In Jesus' name, amen. Our lives will serve the Lord everlasting Our house will serve the Lord, that's why the pot is casting Working these digital grounds like farmers Licking in the light, Ephesians 6 with the body armor Mindset against the devil Luke 9 carrying the cross with every struggle Footsteps in Jesus, footprints is where we stand Firm foundation is where we walk, not sinking sand We stand up for his spirit in these times When he speaks a word, giving sight to the blind like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. One more time. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. Yeah, Living in the Light podcast. Yeah.